0: You're listening to Rise to Your Purpose, a personal and spiritual development podcast for female entrepreneurs with a mission. We
1: are your hosts, Brandi and Natalie.
0: You're listening to episode five of Rise to Your Purpose. For today's episode, we wanted to introduce you to fellow female entrepreneur, Ashley Nicole Wheeler. In this episode, you will learn what it means to truly rest in Christ and create your profitable, thriving business.
1: We are back for another episode of Rise to Your Purpose, and some people might also be seeing this on Facebook, and so I'm really, really excited to get to introduce you you guys to Ashley today. And um, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Natalie Lawson, and I am one of the creators of Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising, and so our mission is just to really help women of faith in the network marketing industry really rise to their purpose, build with purpose and passion, and keep Christ at the center while doing that, and so I had the opportunity to be introduced to Ashley, and I thought she, it was just perfect timing, one with everything that's kind of been on my heart, and her, um, kind of her story, and how she helps people in the industry, and in entrepreneurship, and so Thank you for joining me today um, and taking time out. And so I'm gonna let you kind of introduce yourself. Like who you, I know you go like your uh, kind of brand or consulting business, Ashley Nicole. But I'll kind of let you share a little bit more about who you are and how you got to where you're at.
2: Sure. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me on. It's so nice to that we were able to connect. And, and um, I love one of the things that really drew me to you is your heart specifically for network marketers, because I believe that they have a very, very important aspect of, um, uh, how would I describe it? I believe that they have an opportunity to step into what it is that The Lord has uh, taught me in business because I come from a very traditional um, perspective of business. I believe that network marketers are a step closer uh, to what it is that we should be doing and how it is that we should be running our businesses. And um, I was excited to get to hear that it was actually on your heart to speak into, encourage, and support that group because I believe that they are um, that they have uh, the potential for. Uh, to really impact people's lives mm-hmm. and they needed to feel support and um, and uh, to be empowered. So anyway, it's really nice to get to be on here. Thank you for your time. Uh, so yes, uh, my name is Ashley Nicole. Actually, my name is Ashley Wheeler, but I go by Ashley Nicole on Facebook because that's the name of my company, Ashley Nicole Consulting. And I'm a turnaround business consultant, came from a very traditional, traditional, uh, traditional turnaround business consulting background where you uh, are hired by companies that are on the verge of bankruptcy. And then they hire a consultant in the 11th hour to try to turn their company around within months or even weeks um, so that they can avoid having to file. Or we were also hired by companies um, that were local and wanted to break through the glass ceiling into national. So that's my background. And as you can imagine, I got burnout out pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I loved what I did. Absolutely loved my work. So, um, work and hard work, even when you're being burned out, does not mean that you don't love it. But I knew something was wrong. I didn't have anyone to speak into me to tell me what it was that felt uh, that just did not settle, that wasn't feeling right because the rest of the world was operating according to a particular system. And something in my spirit was just saying, no, this isn't right. I thought, okay, that's great. But what is right? So what I ended up doing is I just ended up following the spirit of the Lord. And whatever it is he said to do in a particular situation, that's what I did. Regardless of the what, how it affected my reputation, regardless of how it... Um, Uh, affected my finances, regardless of how it affected my, uh, maybe a position in the company. Mm -hmm. Uh, People could sometimes see me as very naive. Oh, well, Ashley doesn't know the way of things. She doesn't know, you know, all the systems and processes. And what they didn't understand is there was something in my spirit that was just rejecting it, that knew that that was not the way that things had to be. It's not that they're wrong, understand, Mm -hmm. but I knew that there was a better way. And that was exhausting to me. I became very good at it. And I actually, uh, to the point where I just drove it into the ground and trained everyone else how to do it. And then finally, thankfully the Lord just burned me out on it so that it forced me to to seek a new and different way of doing business out of spirit, which is a lot of it is based off of relationships, which is why um, it's so perfect and easy for network marketers to step into. So what I now do is I now teach people how to operate and how to grow and govern their businesses from a place of rest. And the way that we can do that is understanding our identity in Christ, that we're already one with Christ. We're not waiting until we die. According to the Bible, it's present tense. We're already seated with him in heavenly places. We are already one with Christ. And that identity as sons and kings allows us to rest just as God did from his his work. We were born into God's seventh day of rest. He created the world in six days and then he rested. Well, he didn't require us to start all over. He did all the He did all the work for us, and even he didn't didn't work hard. He didn't strive because that's not a godly character. Um, it's not an aspect of the Lord's character. He uh, we were born into His seventh day of rest, and so He enables us as his sons, as his children to live and operate from that same position. So that's now what I teach other people how to do is to have very successful businesses, to be able to lead their companies, to be able to uh, gain a tremendous profit, but to do it out of this spirit and to not work so hard.
1: Okay. I love that mission. And it speaks to me because I am naturally someone who, was kind of traditionally taught, you need to work hard for what you want. And then I i, I don't know if you have it like personality tests or things where you kind of learn more. And I was considered an achiever. And so our strength is that we do set goals and can achieve things. But a downfall is that we can also work too much and we can get discouraged easily. Um, and so I loved when I heard that mission. And so I'd love for you, one, I know you talked a lot about how you let the spirit lead you. And I always find that really um, interesting to hear and, and to see like wh- where, or how do you know and how have you found that discernment with knowing like it's the spirit leading you and not maybe your own ambition or, or thoughts. How have you been able to get that discernment? I know it looks a little bit different for everyone, but I'm always curious to hear how people have kind of gotten into that, you know, figured that out for themselves.
2: Yeah, actually, it's a really, really good question. So uh, it's a, you can kind of take a couple of different ways of looking at it because they're both important to it. One of them is that it's um, when you are listening to something or when you have an idea or when you're uh, when you are confronted with a, a situation in which you need to make a decision um, in, in order to, I don't know, uh, turn your trajectory in a particular direction. Um, you, what, the first thing that we need to do is we need to be very aware of what is going on inside of us and, and note, okay, well, when I'm being presented with this, what is going on? Am I fearful? Um, or am I feeling at peace? And by peace, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of activity on in there. You can still be fearful, and still be able to recognize peace somewhere. So, but but before I get into that, let me just mention that the first thing that we need to note is when we hear something or or are bouncing ideas off of our, off of our spirit, we need to be looking for something that feels like something coming to life within us. It's very different than trying to apply our mind and our logic and our traditional way of of logically reasoning something out where we're presented with an idea and we think, Oh, well, logically, I think that that sounds very clever. I think that that sounds like a great idea. That's, that's so new. That's such a revolutionary idea that so-and-so said, I bet you it will work. A lot of that is just using our mind. What, What it is that we need to do is we need to be pinging all of these things off of our spirit and note, in which one of those is my spirit resonating? Mm.
1: Oh, we lost. It almost mind. feels like this feeling. Oh. I think we're back now. We lost connection just for a second. <laughs> You're good now. Okay.
2: So uh, there's something in us that when something is, when we say it's resonating with this, it means that not that it's resonating with our head and with our logic and with our reasoning, because that's the world's way of trying to come to a decision. But us as sons of God, we, we need to think about what is, can I feel myself coming to life? Is there, and it might be very, very small. Okay. Um, or it, we might just kind of feel like there's something bursting within us. Regardless, it's a feeling of something coming to life, almost like a little seedling that has popped above the ground, and you see this, this green leaf, and you just get excited, and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, it's just everything's new, everything's fresh. There's something within you that no, that's the opposite of death. It kind of opens up a little bit. Uh, That's something that's very important to look for as to whether or not um, the Lord is is moving you in a particular direction, even that that might even seem contradictory to what you would logically think you would be supposed to be doing. The other thing is to look for a measure of peace. In peace, you can actually, and I was actually in a situation the other day where I was trying to make a decision, trying to understand what direction that the Lord wanted me to go and um, and I knew I'm supposed to be looking for peace. Where is my peace at? And I noticed that I was looking at two different options, and one um, one had a lot, one had comfort and familiarity to it. And but I was thinking, yeah, but I think that the Lord wants me to to the everything that the Lord is teaching me about faith, everything that He's teaching me about rest, etc. cetera, w- would seem like He wants me to make this decision. But what, and so I had to go inside and I think, what is the spirit saying? And so I knew, okay, over here, I have fear of this because it's unfamiliar.
1: Right.
2: But, and over here, this felt comfortable and it felt familiar. So I was drawn to it. However, surprisingly, I thought, where's my peace though? My peace where I felt at peace when I kind of like would ping this idea off my spirit, ping this one off my spirit, my peace was where my fear was. Yeah. The fear was the unfamiliar, but my peace was, I know God's there. I know that when I step out into that unfamiliar, I know he'll be there. So even though this felt familiar and, and it felt comfortable and naturally I'd be drawn to it, we we think, oh, that's where I'm feeling my peace. I discovered that is actually not, I was feeling my peace exactly where my fear was. So I wanted to mention that that is, um, uh, that fear and that just because we're afraid of something doesn't mean that we're not going to feel peace in that thing. Peace is something that we need to be looking for as, as a way in which our spirit is indicating what it wants us to do, where it is that our faith currently is, and God wants us to step in whatever measure of faith that we have attained to at that time.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> so I hope everyone's taking going to take notes over that because I think that was really well said and how you... I. Never heard it explained like that before, and so I love that of looking for the peace, though, too. And that sometimes, and a lot of times, I I feel like I've found that too, though, of where I it's taking that leap of faith and where you're everything's uncertain, but that's kind of where you also feel like drawn to and feel good about, you know, that you're making that decision. So, um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, so then I wanted to kind of talk about how so your mission is helping people to really build a prosperous business, but in rest. And so what does that really mean? What does that look like? I, I think that I know that's something that God has spoken to. He's been speaking to me, like you have to rest. And so trying to navigate, like, what does that look like then for me? Where, while also I'm not wasting time where I'm being a good steward of my time. Um, and so I always, that I think even myself, I get a little tripped up of, well, should I be sitting here on the couch? What does that rest look or feel like when you are talking about that? So rest is a
2: state of being. It has nothing to do with activity. So it's a state of being inside of us. So if we look, go, this goes all the way back to the garden. And so often we get disappointed that Adam and Eve made the choice that they did, but we don't understand that we make that choice every day. So they have the, opportun- have the opportunity to choose from the to uh, eat from the tree of life. Uh, which is relationship with the Lord. It is allowing him to provide peace with our Father. He wants us to rest in him being our provision, our protection, and provide us with our place. In other words, our identity. And so if we eat from the tree of life, then everything that we do, will we'll just naturally have to, we can naturally sit and receive from the Lord. So we can be in a place of rest, receive his increase, be responsible only for governing the increase, Or we can choose to operate according to a different system, which is um, choosing to uh, eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is um, is not all evil, but it all leads to death. There's a reason why there's the word good in it. It's because it's this arbitrary list of do's and don'ts, some of which, and good and evil, some of which reflect and look like the character of God, which is why we call them good. But the problem is they aren't, they aren't being, uh, that, that God isn't the life source of all of those things. So God being the life source of something breeds life, but God not being the life source of something, even if it looks like a good thing, if it's not out of his life source, if it's not actually out of the essence of who he it, it, of who he is, it can breed nothing but death, even good that we do, yeah. because it doesn't have a life source of the spirit of God behind it. So the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we can choose to operate according to this system, meaning that I don't want to, uh, and this is what Eve did, because Satan had her doubt the word of God. Did God say? She's like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe God's holding out on me. Yeah. That's what Satan tempted her with, you know, maybe God's holding out on you, you know, can you really believe that what God said is true? So because she was concerned that God was holding out on her, that God was holding out either provision, protection, or her identity, she decided, well, why don't I get control of my own life and make sure to provide that for myself, instead of trusting and sitting there and knowing that as a good father, she could receive it from a good father, she could receive it. She chose instead, I'm gonna take control of my own destiny. And um, I still want to believe in God, I still want to know God, you know, and all of that good stuff, but I want to control the outcome. I want to control the results. Uh, and that is to the knowledge of good and evil. And for that, because again, God is not the life source of, of any of that. We have to drum up something to make it work. Anything from God just naturally works. This other, we have to work for. It, so we have to strive for it. So what did he do? She reached out and took to pull to pull it towards her. And it mentions that in the Bible. It says she reached out. And I always thought that was so interesting. Instead of just saying, okay, well, she, you know, so she decided, she looked at it and she thought, thought certain, things, certain things are going through her head. It talked very specifically about her interaction with the thing. She looked at it and she saw, and she thought, and then she reached, and she took. There's a reason why God very specifically walks us through that process to help us understand for ourselves the decision that we make multiple times, you know, thousands if not millions of times a day where we decide, are we going to, or we're looking, and we're making decisions, are we going to choose to take control of our own destiny and reach out and take? That reaching out and taking is striving. There's nothing wrong with work. Adam and Eve worked, but do we want to work from a place of rest in the point in the way that God provides the increase? We simply govern it, or are we striving to provide our own increase and to try to maintain it with whatever method that we obtain something? That same method has to be used in order to sustain it. Period. It's exhausting because we're always at work working. With the rest, we did nothing to get it, so we can't do anything to lose it. But with striving, anything that we get, we have to continually work hard. It breeds more, it breeds more strife because that's what's required by law, by that spiritual law in order to maintain and sustain in our lives.
1: Yeah, so I think when it comes then to your network marketing business, like when you're saying that reaching out, that striving for, that working for it, that makes me think of that is a lot of the business, right? You are working to get new customers, which a lot of businesses that way, right? Getting new customers, getting new people to join you um, or like clients and business world. But so if we are, maybe that is a different approach. And And that is something I try and teach of like, there is a different approach than just every day. I think like you said, reaching out and like grabbing for that and just trying everything you can to make it happen. Or you can show up as giving value and helping others and coming from a place of service and then having faith that the results will come when they need you know when they need to or are supposed to but what is your perspective on that or what that would look like then in a day you know day-to-day life and I'm sure that when people work with you they can dive in even deeper too of well what does that activity then look like so that I'm not over here feeling like I'm constantly striving does that make sense yes so one of the things
2: is that we hold ourselves we have a tendency to hold ourselves responsible for the result and we and uh, as an additional layer of condemnation to ourselves uh, because by the way there is therefore now no more condemnation in Christ so anything that we feel that comes from a place of condemnation is completely wrong. We can completely throw it out the window. In fact, when I'm struggling with anything or um, uh, you know, struggling with questions or answers or something like this, do I need to reach for a client? Do I need to do this or do I need to do that? The first thing I do is, why do I want to do that? I'm doing that because I feel like I'm sitting in a place of condemnation, that God is requiring something of me, that I'm not enough, that I'm in a place of lack, and that he isn't providing and all of that is, is the very wrong foundation. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that really quick because that's the foundation that's of helpful. what I
1: said. Huh? I said that's helpful actually to understand that part that you mentioned. Yes, that's, that's the foundation of everything.
2: And so, when uh, we're struggling with something, that's the first thing that we need to deal with before we deal with the action or before we deal with, well, what's the right decision that I should make here? Should I be doing such and such when I reach out to a client or should I not be doing such and such with my time? Well, where's my, what's the basis of, of what it is that I'm feeling, why I'm feeling a draw towards it. If I feel that I'm in a place of lack and that God is requiring something of me, that's a problem. Because God doesn't require anything of us anymore. So um, again, his gift is freely given, we freely receive. So as far as like coming from a place of rest for, for clients, um, what we're doing is we need to understand that God provides the increase. God's the one who brings our clients. God's the one who provides the profit. Unless of course we choose to operate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in which we've decided, no, I'm going to use all my tips and tricks and formulas and magic thoughts to figure out how to get and keep clients. You can do that. And it works. That system absolutely works. It's yeah. exhausting, Right. but I mean, it works very well. I was very good at it and completely burned out. Now I choose to operate like this, but anyway, so when you're operating from a, place of rest you understand, understand that hey lord I'm just making myself available you put this on my heart you put it gave me this particular network marketing business or you know um, and uh, depending on what it is it could you know a lot of them have to do with health uh, but they could be a variety of other things as well it could be clothing jewelry whatever and you think, Lord, there's a, there's a reason why I have this, have this burning on my heart, and I feel good, so excited and so alive, and I, and I want to share this with other people. Well, that is something of the Spirit that He's desiring to manifest have into earth in a particular way through you. And we can honor that, and we can enjoy that, and we can delight in it. So we're making ourselves available, but we cannot force our will on someone else's when we do that when we try to coerce and 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 use all these tips and psychological tricks that is operating from this tree and you will continue to have to do it with the clients that you bring on you will have to continue to feed and sustain and support them in order to keep them Mm -hmm. it's exhausting because that's how you got them but if a client own the idea for themselves because you made yourself available and you allowed whoever the Lord desired to bring in that he has, he had your message resonate in their spirit. You didn't do any work work to get them in. Therefore you don't have to do any work to sustain them. And therefore it's a, it's a, a mutual uh, cyclical feed between the two of you where you continue on in the client and, uh, and uh the uh, and the seller you know journey where it's actually very it's it's not only profitable it's it's empowering it's uplifting it's strengthening and it's not draining this is very draining client relationship mm-hmm. this one is not this one's very empowering because it's understanding honoring and respecting the fact that whoever the lord desires to bring he'll bring you you're not he doesn't hold you responsible for that
1: yeah, I love that you said that because I have grown in my discernment in that too. Of when I'm over here striving or been reaching, yeah, I feel burnt out or like you're really not getting the results that you think, and you, you know, you feel like you come up short all the time. But when, like, just the other day, that actually happened to me. I thought I have really been, like you said, make yourself available, letting them know here's what is going on this month or what I have. And then out of the blue, you know, two people came to me in like the same time frame, at, you know, who asking for it that I wasn't even expecting. And so I think, yeah, I'm like, and I just said, thank you, Lord. Like that was a blessing, you know? And so, and I feel like that's when that has happened the most is when I've just been being of service and doing what I feel like God's leading me to do. And then I kind of let him handle the rest and I can tell there's a huge difference. And this is where, like you said, that's where we want to operate from. So well, I love this, and I would love for other women who want to connect with you, um, like where's what, I know you have some things coming up, some of your projects you're working on, um, so what, can you tell us a little bit about those, and then what's the best way for people to connect with you and get in touch with you? Uh, so I, uh, up until this month, I have only worked with one on Oh,
2: we're cutting out again. Out, and um, it's it's basically full. Oh, yeah,
1: you're back now. <laughs> you're back on. All yeah. Right. Yes, yeah, so you say uh, one clients, and then now what did you say? Okay. Yeah. So I'm used to working
2: with one-on-one clients. I've never done a group program before, um, and but this this mental the Lord put it on my heart to he do a group program. So, so here we go. Um, and it is it's basically full. And um uh, there's one more one more slot and I believe that um there's there's a lady that the Lord's put on my heart to reach out to and I believe that she's gonna um, be the one to step into that. But um the I do have I, I've received some interest because um, just because more word I guess is getting out and people are realizing, well wait a minute, the Lord's like what you were talking about. You know, it's just the Lord's timing to be sure. revealing this message to people, and, and our, our, our spirits seem to be primed for it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I decided that I was going to try, based off of the amount of interest that I get, I might add an additional bit into April along with my one on one clients and this group program. I might do a week long intensive mm-hmm. um, for if I find that there's enough interest for me to add that extra layer in. Um, and as far as how people can get a hold of me, funny thing is, I actually used to uh, uh, manage teams that designed websites and apps. In fact, I, I, I managed a team um, that designed and, and built, launched a website and an app for FedEx. I know what I'm doing in that area, and I don't even have a website. Yeah. So, <laughs> I used to have a website, and I'm like, no, that again was, was this other system that I decided, no, there's too much of me in that person si- that wants to pull from that other system. And I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And I decided, no, I'm going to offer out of rest. And one of the methods that I chose to do it in one of the methods, that it, methods in which I chose to step out and rest is to not have a website. Now re- website does not exist according to this tree and not this one. I'm not connecting them at all. I'm right. saying I had really? too much connection in history in a website over here. And God said that actually for your business right now, might change tomorrow, but for right now, he's like, "Don't worry about the website. Like, I'm giving you just so many new and different things. We're gonna do it differently this time." And so, again, that's what I show other people how to do. So, the only way that people can get a hold of me actually is by my private Facebook page. So, if they just go to Ashley Nicole, um, then uh, then they'll see my my posts, my videos, um, and they're welcome to private DM me if they have any questions. So, that's how people are reaching out and getting to me.
1: Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And, um, yeah, I look forward to continue following you and kind of being, getting to maybe be a part of some things coming up. So, um, hope you have an awesome rest of your day too, but I will go ahead and close this out.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Rise Your Purpose will be a weekly podcast. Our hope is to inspire and educate you on your entrepreneurial journey to help you fuel your passions, live your purpose and build a business that works for you.
0: You can subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app. We'd love to hear from you. It makes us so happy to see you tuning in to the show. So if you're on Instagram, let us know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you tuned into and tag us at live victorious on your story. Let us know what your favorite quote or takeaway from the episode was so that we can be inspired to keep creating content like this for you.
1: To learn more about us and get involved with our community of mission-driven entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group, Purpose Partners, where we partner together in faith and business. So until next time, build a business that works for you and stay in alignment with your mission.